Welcome back, everybody, to This Week in Japan, the show that brings you the most trending news stories and cultural insights from Japan. I'm your host, Julian Domanski, and joining me, as always, is my co host and founder of Japan Insider, Yasuharu Matsuno. Hey, guys, I hope everyone's well. So,、um, there's actually a follow up to the lager story that we discussed last week.、Mm, okay. And、uh, we talked about the beer maker, Sapporo,、um, canceled the sale of their new lager beer. Because of the misprint on the can. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was supposed to be spelled L A G E R,、mm. but、uh, it was spelled L A G A R. Sure, yeah, yeah. Which means nothing. Yeah.、Right? <laughs> <laughs> and basically, Sapporo was too ashamed of it、mm. that they decided to cancel the sale. Right, yeah, yeah. And then the Japanese netizens、uh, found out the news. And they kind of like insisted that、uh, they should sell、mm. because, you know, it's Japan and no one would care about the, the misspell. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's one thing. And also, they talked about the food waste, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they've made hundreds of thousands of cans already.、Mm. And, you know, it's a, it a is, huge food loss.、Right? Yeah, it is ridiculous just to save some of the embarrassment.、Mm. I mean, The point of when like, the mistake is realized, that's when, the, that's when you should feel the embarrassment.、Mm. So the, the, dam- the damage is already done. <laughs> just taking them off the shelves won't cure it. Right. We all know what you did. <laughs> <laughs> so, just, so just sell them. Yeah, yeah that's true. So, what's funny is that、uh, before Sapporo actually started selling these LAJR、mm. you know, lager beers,、uh, the president of the company, CEO,、mm. visited the minister. That's in charge of all these、um, like daily products. Oh, okay. And he even apologized、uh, <laughs> that it, it kind of like led to the you know, confusion in the public. Oh,、uh, okay. Interesting. And、um, the minister seemed a bit like confused too, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. There, there was some like news footage、mm-hmm. um, of the meeting. And the minister was like, oh, well, like there's nothing particular that's against the law、mm. you know, regarding the misprint. Sure, yeah. So, but yeah, he's like, yeah, but thanks for visiting anyway. <laughs> <laughs> What angle was his bow? Did he do a very deep bow?、Um, I, I haven't seen that part,、oh. but he probably did. Yeah, over 45 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> but the. Thing is that I kind of see that move quite smart、mm. because at the end of the day, look at how many like public attention supporters getting today. True, yeah, yeah, a lot, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I don't drink beers, but、mm. I feel like buying, you know, one of the, the cans and you know, maybe like just putting in my room, yeah, true, yeah, yeah. But Sapporo doesn't just make alcohol, alcoholic drinks, right? Sure, they、yeah. make so many drinks, right?、Mm-hmm. So Just as, as a general company, you know, they want to just, I guess, like iron out any kind of misunderstandings or I don't know, just kind of like polish up their public image, turn it a bit more positive, I guess. You know? Yeah. And it did turn out positive, yeah, I would yeah. say. Yeah. So overall, it,、uh, I think it turned out well for Sapporo. Yeah. So also, we've got、uh, an interesting video coming up this week on our YouTube channel. Yeah.、Uh, as always, every video is interesting, obviously.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, we went to the、uh, Gashapon Departo,、mm. which is the, the largest、uh, Gashapon store in Japan. Right. And yeah, has the most machines, right? They had like 2,200 machines、mm. with more than like 2,000 different k i n d of 
kind of like items? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So there's a couple of like items that are like duplicates because they're so popular. Yeah. But almost every machine has a different type of toy in it. Yes. And hundreds of different franchises. Mm. Um, they've even got some like Western stuff in there. They got like Star Wars and uh, Marvel and stuff like that. Yeah, so they did. Not, yeah, not Spider Man and yeah, yeah, right. Not just Japanese stuff. Mm. Um, but they've obviously got all the random stuff, bear traps. Mm. You know, um, I saw one that was like a key for like a coin locker. <laughs> yeah, like it's just like a fake key for a fake coin locker. Oh, just like replicas of anything, literally yeah. just anything. It's mm. so random. <laughs> mm. Or even insects, right? Yeah, insects. That was the the really popular one, the, mm. the kamakiri, which is a praying mantis. Right. Yeah. But uh, mm. yeah, if you want to see what this looks like, a pretty impressive toy. Mm. Uh, yeah, we'll be unboxing them on our new video. Um, so by the time this episode comes out, it should be live on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can find our videos on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash japanpro. So today is January 15th and our stories of the week are... Japan rules against dual citizenship in first official court decision, and silent eating at restaurants is spreading across Japan. On Thursday, January 21st, a Japanese court concluded that the nationality law which bans dual citizenship is constitutional and to remain upheld. This is the first lawsuit in Japan's history to directly deal with holding multiple nationalities. The case was filed in the Tokyo District Court by eight men and women who were affected by having their Japanese citizenship revoked. Despite being born in Japan, six of the members had lost their Japanese nationality due to obtaining citizenships in Switzerland and Liechtenstein. The plaintiffs claimed that losing their nationality for accepting another country's citizenship violates the Japanese constitution. Their defence argued that the nationality law, which states that citizens will lose their nationality when they willingly become citizens of another country, is a post-war era law put into place to avoid conflicting military obligations between different countries and is no longer applicable to modern society. The national side persisted that dual citizenship would lead to problems with immigration and that each nation is free to set its own requirements for nationality. Ultimately, the court ruled in favour of the nationality law and refused to reinstate their citizenship. So this is a kind of topic that's a bit hard for me to talk about because it's not just like the law, but it's also like nationality, right? Mm. And if you're not Japanese, then you almost like kind of lose your right to talk about something like this. Well, not really, <laughs> but yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, well, yeah. maybe not lose, but I feel a bit more like apprehensive to make kind of mm. bold statements. Sure, um, sure. But I don't know, how do you feel about this, Jesse? So my first take is that it's not really surprising to me mm. uh, because, you know, the Jap- good or bad, Japan has been maintaining the same attitude towards the dual citizenship issue yeah. over many years. Sure. Yeah, but it's certainly not the, you know, happy news. Mm. I mean, I I was like more or less disappointed, Mm. to be honest. And, you know, I was born in Japan. Mm. I'm a Japanese native. Uh, All my relatives are Japanese. And yeah, probably all of them are living in Japan. Mm. But uh, I myself uh, have spent many years abroad, uh, you know, including more than 10 years in Singapore, Mm. uh, three years in Switzerland two years in the US, one year in Australia. Mm. So I'd say almost like half of my life, mm. you know, I, I spent um, outside Japan. Mm. And so, you know, while I really like Japan and I feel, you know, lucky or, you know, fortunate uh, living in Japan today, mm. and especially today uh, with the, you know, coronavirus outbreak, mm-hmm. I feel, you know, pretty safe living here. Sure, yeah. But, you know, my 
identity is not just Japanese. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah, that. I was like, uh, you know, influenced by like various different uh, cultures,、mm. both you know, Eastern and Western.、Mm. Yeah, having said that, like choosing just one identity,、mm. which is you know closely related to your nationality, you know, isn't an easy thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I can feel their pain. You know,、mm. plaintiffs. Yeah, so、um, there was more details about this story, obviously, but it's such a complex issue.、Mm. You know, we, we can't share everything immediately. But、um, I think six of the people who brought this case forward had already revoked their citizenship,、um, but two others were considering moving abroad.、Mm. But they were basically trying to argue to the government or you know the country as a whole that you know we want to we want to move abroad, but we want to have the freedom to do that without being. Exiled, basically,、mm-hmm. as like ex-Japanese, right, right. Because、mm-hmm. if you go to a different country and build a life there, then you're not a citizen. Then you don't have all the rights, you know, that you might want as a, you know, yeah, as a yeah,、resident. yeah. In most cases, I, would,、mm. I would suppose, yeah. But one thing that makes me concerned about this kind of story is like, whenever I decide to have children,、mm. they will be mixed race, yeah, and they will have two cultural identities,、mm. and. I mean, I don't have children now, but you know, say if I had a kid even today, then in twenty years' time, they would turn twenty years old,、mm. and then that's when they would reach the age where they have to choose, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I mean, they don't, they don't even exist yet, but I feel bad having would like if I had a child and they were put into that position,、mm. they had to choose between two two halves of their personality, basically,、right. their obligation. Well, in that sense.、Um, You know, talking about that,、mm. I have two kids,、mm. and my second son was born in the U.S. four years ago. Oh, was he? I didn't so, know.、Oh. Yeah, he's still four years old. So,、uh, you know, he doesn't need to choose one.、Mm. But right now, he has a dual citizenship. Oh, interesting!、Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. But I sometimes think about it, and you know, it's his personal choice.、Mm. But yeah, if he, you know, for example, has strong identities. As Japanese, and possibly, you know, an American in the future.、Mm. You know, he may study abroad.、Uh, you know, from middle school or high、mm. school or whatever.、Uh, then, yeah, he may have a difficulty choosing one. Sure. Yeah.、Mm. yeah. And yeah, as you said,、uh, you know, can be harsh. Hmm. Oh, it's interesting. At least you'll have the experience before me, so I can.、Uh... I can get some wisdom from you. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah,、um, but yeah, I mean, I found、uh, you know regarding this topic, obviously, it would affect mostly a lot of like either half Japanese people,、um, obviously some Japanese people who want to move abroad, but mainly it would affect children or you know adults who have grown up as part of two different cultures. And there's a lot of posts online.、Uh, I found one post particular from a guy who was 18 at the time he made the post. And he's saying like, oh, you know, I'm coming up to my twentieth birthday in a year or so.、Mm. So you know, what should I do? You know, like I feel like both cultures. And he seems he sounded quite conflicted. And oh yeah, it just yeah.、Uh, I don't know. I don't want to say it was heartbreaking to read, but you could really tell that he sounded worried. Like oh yeah, you know, sure. And, yeah,、uh, I feel him. Yeah, and you know, and a lot of people were replying the comments.、Uh, but it seems like actually、uh, a common thing to do is just basically, and I don't.、Uh, Advise doing this because it's against the law, but、mm. basically not declaring、right. that you have two passports, right? Yeah, I just said it's not quite like one hundred percent legal,、mm. but 
As a matter of fact, many people do that. Mm. Mm. I did see one stat. I think I think it was fairly accurate. They said around half a million people in Japan are believed to have dual citizenship. Oh, really? Yeah, wow, without without the government knowing. Mm. But then the more I read about it, mm. it seemed to make sense because, like, from a lot of people's stories online, mm. they were saying that like the government doesn't really seem to care that much. Well, yeah, they care enough to like keep the law as it is. Mm. But then, but if you do actually break the rule. Seems they're like fairly lax about it. Mm. You know, I guess they just got bigger problems to, you know, to you expend True. their resources. True. Yeah. You know, these people are, you know, in this new story mm. are certainly not the first people to have dual citizenship in Japan. Sure. But the first people to, you know, bring the case to the court. Yeah. And that's why, you know, many people are uh, paying attention to it. Of course. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I actually think what these people should have done. Or they could do uh, from now on mm. is that, um, you know, one thing is that most people in Japan are not really aware of the issue. Right. Yeah. In the first place. Right. Mm. So I think uh, they should share, you know, information, their, you know, personal stories mm. on SNS and whatnot. Mm. And so then, you know, they would find more allies. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. that I think that's always the point if you want to. You know, change an agenda. Don't mm. just like attack someone and say like you're wrong. Right. Share the information and try and persuade people. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. to come come on board. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure there are some uh, politicians that want to support this kind of movement. Mm. I mean, as long as you know they have uh, many like local people, you know, backing them. That's it. I think yeah. So instead of going directly to the court, this kind of change will be more of like a slow process. Yeah, yeah. It is slow. And, and, and you know, made through the regular channels of. You know, someone that has some kind of power, mm. whether it's like a local representative or a government, um, like a governor or something like that, right? Kind of pushing that agenda. Mm. I mean, as you implied, ultimately, mm. it's people that have power to change, right? Exactly. Yeah. Not like some only some like high-ranking mm. officials. So, yeah, I hope. Um, you know, it was a bit unfortunate this time, but I hope. Um, you know, they will start reaching out to more people and you know, start changing things. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so let's move on to the featured story of the week. As a new measure to combat coronavirus, Japan has begun implementing silent eating, also known as mokshoku, in various restaurants. The new word was first used by a curry restaurant in Fukuoka City by the name of Masala Chicken. The restaurant already had numerous preventative measures in place, such as a mask requirement, washing hands upon entering the restaurant, and allowing only one person at a time at the register. However, among rising corona cases across Fukuoka and all of Japan, the restaurant made the decision to take even further measures. According to the restaurant manager, Mr. Mitsuji, despite the restaurant having requests in place to wear masks, he wanted to give a more straightforward message to encourage customers dining in to help prevent the spread of corona. Although the newly created word mokshoku may come off as quite strong in Japanese, the idea behind it is quickly spreading. The rule has been mostly well received online, and many Japanese Twitter users have pointed out that talking quietly, if at all, while eating is typically considered polite. So Julian, I know you know many kanjis, but Mm. did you get the meaning when you first saw this word? Yeah, I mean, it's actually not... 
that difficult. Yeah. Not to be arrogant or anything, but yeah, yeah, uh, moku just means silence. Mm. It's uh, damaru is used in that word, right? So like, oh yeah, damate kudasai, please shut up. Mm. <laughs> please stop talking. <laughs> mm, I'm impressed. But it's quite strong, right? And mm. shoku is just like eating food. food yeah, right? yeah. So it's more basic, right? So silent eating or silent food or something mm. like that, yeah. Exactly. And uh, there is actually a real word because mm. mokushoku is a new word. Yeah, yeah. But uh, there is a real word uh, called mokuto. Mokuto, okay. And mokuto's to means to uh, pray or prayer. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, whenever you, you know, go to someone's funeral, I mean, it doesn't happen very often, mm. but uh, you give mokuto. You oh, know, okay. silent prayer. You know, you close ah, your eyes. And, I didn't know that word. That's interesting. Mm, mokuto. Mm. Mm. So it's quite intuitive to most Japanese natives, sure, you know, yeah. what it means. You know, it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah. this is, you know, what we need today, probably. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't get that kind of, um, you know, intuition as a native. But when I see the kanji, it's obviously like, like mm. I just said, like silent food or silent eating, right? It's, right. It's got the obvious meaning. Um, seems like a, a good idea, you know? Um, yeah. I mean... I wouldn't say this is the first time that this kind of thing has been suggested, right? It's the first time it's been given like a specific name and it's kind of catching on, right? But I think even when this uh, whole thing kind of started, uh, one of the guidelines from the government was to, you know, try to refrain from talking whilst eating. Mm. Um, and, you know, because they were saying like refrain from talking in the restaurants uh, while you're on the train. Mm. But a lot of these things are already quite common, right? Yeah. I'd say, except for izakaya. Izakaya usually get quite loud. Mm. They're very rowdy, right? Mm, but most mm. restaurants in Japan are fairly quiet. Yeah. And especially like <laughs> those kind of smaller places like the uh, like Matsuya mm. or Yoshinoya. Mm. There's always just like a lot of people eating on their own, right? Mm. They just go out for lunch and come back. Yeah, yeah. So it's already quite quiet anyway. <laughs> yeah. Interesting that you say that because I was uh, about to make the similar point. Mm. And, which is that like not only in restaurants, but... You know, generally, yeah, Japanese people are quiet. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> we don't talk much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like not not being pessimistic. I mean, I I think this is a great idea, mm. but if this becomes a societal like norm, mm. then you know, I don't know, Japanese people may become like even more quieter. <laughs> that's I'm kind of like afraid of, you know, like when do we ever get to talk? True. Yeah. Yeah. But you could say you're also innovators. You're ahead of the curve. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> Cause imagine like trying to do like Mokushoku in like a European country mm-hmm. or America. Right. It'd be impossible. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. It's uh, impossible. Uh, yeah. Impossible. Yeah. But you guys are like, eh, fair enough. You know, most people online seem to agree. Mm. And most people are saying like, oh, we're already, quiet anyway and don't talk a lot right mm. um so yeah even even when i'm in any restaurant and i see people talking amongst themselves it's only loud when there's alcohol involved usually right. you know people kind of get a bit more loose right sure, so sure. like i say like izakaya or you know you might see like a, a table of like middle-aged women getting mm. a bit rowdy after a few glasses of wine <laughs> <laughs> but like if you go out for lunch and stuff mm. you know it doesn't matter what type of restaurant it is mm. it's usually pretty quiet yeah, yeah. Even kids in Japan are quiet mm. compared to, you know, my experiences in Britain or whatever. Mm. You know, most kids, even though they'll be like six or seven years old, and they'll just be sitting there like not saying a word, you know, obeying their parents. It's kind right. of, it still feels a little bit unusual for me to see mm. kids being so quiet. <laughs> yeah. And not just kids, but we in general are good at like following rules mm. and guidelines. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so yeah, this this mokshoku word is you know too powerful in a way, mm. and uh, you know it's very concise and on point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, rather than, you know, shokujitsu wa amari hanasanai yo ni shite kudasai. Or, you know, please do not, like, minimize your talking while eating. Yeah, yeah. You just say, mokushoku! <laughs> you know? And it was like, oh, you know? Well, that's it. Yeah, it's, it's got to have that, like, um, just, like, like gut punch. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, uh, mitsudes. Uh-huh. It's just bold, right? It's very uh-huh. strong. Actually, talking about the strength of the word, I saw in, like, the interview with this uh, Mitsuji-san. Hmm. Uh, he considered using other kanji and stuff. Mm. And one was uh, the one for like Shizuka to mean quiet because it's less strong. Yeah, yeah, it's less strong. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, like, because I don't know the nuance so much, but because I know that moku can be used for the word when you tell someone to shut up, mm. I assumed it would be kind of strong, right? Yeah, moku is stronger. But how would yeah. you, would that be like Shizu, Shizu Shoku or something like that, maybe? I think, well, uh, Sei Shoku. Sei Shoku. Yeah, uh, okay. but it has like, um, other meanings like seishoku also means uh you know reproduction and stuff oh okay. yeah so it's quite confusing maybe you don't want to shout that out loud in the yeah. and um you know it doesn't rhyme well sure like, yeah yeah moku shoku yeah that's i think yeah, moku shoku sounds yeah, great yeah it's, it's perfect yeah, yeah. And it's it's not even so much about the meaning of the word but you need it to be memorable mm. and so like that's like i said before mitsudes it's just so short and like punchy but yeah, like, yeah it's just very yeah. easy you'll never forget that phrase mm, right mm. so yeah i think this is just uh, another kind of thing that we'll just have to accept as like part of part of living now mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um and yeah i don't know we'll, we'll see if uh, more restaurants around the country start to adopt the the rules of makushoku okay so that wraps it up for all the news stories this episode now let's jump into our final segment of the show word of the week Okay, guys, so today I'm going to introduce you to a new wasei ego or Japanese English word, as always. The word of the week is riatai. Wait, so what's that again one more time? Riatai. 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 Sounds like leotard, but obviously not. Real, real something? Oh, oh, oh. Reality? Riatai. Real. Real, real mm. tie. Is it? It's two words. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, so you got the first one right. Yeah. You know, uh, they made real to via. Yeah. And what is tie? Tie. I think this one can be a bit tricky. Can I? Can I ask for a clue? <laughs> so um, I've seen this word uh quite recently uh quite often mm. on. Twitter and like other SNS, mm. um, and it, it has something to do with more people tuning into TV programs on the you know Omisoka, the New Year's Eve day, and Oshogatsu. Uh, a real time, real time. Ah, yeah. Oh wow, real yeah, time. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, real, yeah. It's, just... It means real time. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, this is kind of a rare case that um, um, you know this word and the you know original English have exact same meaning. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shocked to my core. Yeah, could be the first case. Maybe. I mean, yeah, in our show, this is unprecedented. Yeah, I think. <laughs> but I just think that you know, I get the meaning. But the 
the way they shorten it mm. to real time to via Thai. Mm. Why, why would you have to like shorten it to Thai from time? Thai. Mm. Yeah, I guess because in, in Japanese it's time and riaru. So it's like riaru time six phonetics, right? And waseigo almost always has to be four, right? Yeah, yeah. You're you're sounding more Japanese than I am now. Because, like, yeah, in English, real, real. You can't really say that word without rolling off real. It just kind of comes, right? And time, it's just the same syllable. Right. So, yeah. To be honest, like, I'm not a big fan of this waseigo. Right. Because, I mean, you know, riaru to ria is more understandable. But time to tie. Yeah. Because, you know, we have other uh, meanings for the word tie. Mm. I mean, y- you know one, right? Uh, what is tie? Uh, tie like big or like die tie. Uh, yeah. Or I like mean, the, the fish. Could. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ta-tai-aki. I mean, if it's, uh, if it's a noun, then yeah, yeah fish, right? Yeah. Name of the fish. Mm. Um, I think it's called red snappers in mm. English. So what is your initial thought, fish? Like the very, well, as soon as you saw Thai, you know, before you even really thought about it, but you just like the instinct reaction. My first reaction was, uh, like, what is this like weird? You oh, know, just no bizarre. understanding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They just came up with another new. Yeah, like, what have they done this time? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. yeah. I need to share this on our show. <laughs> Ria Thai. Yeah, That's quite hard to say, Ria Thai. Mm. I feel because I, I want to say Ria Ru. Mm. Yeah. I yeah, want, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like the word, I mean, Obviously, the word is not complete, mm. as is always the case right. with Waseigo. But for that one, Rieta, I don't think I'm going to use that. Mm. It's not going to be a very useful yeah. word. <laughs> I think it's only uh, the Nest slang. Yeah. You know? So, for example, like, um, you know, I watched Kohaku on mm. the New Year's Eve day in real time. Mm. You say, ah, Kohaku, Omisoka ni Riatai de mita yo. Mm. Mm. So, Riatai de. Riatai de. Yeah, mm. okay. That sounds, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds a bit weird, yeah. yeah. But that's that's how people use it, mm. at least online. Okay, guys, that's all for this week in Japan. Whichever platform you're listening to us on, make sure that you're subscribed for a brand new episode every single week. Thanks for listening, everyone. So, as we mentioned, we are releasing new videos every week on our YouTube channel at youtube.com/japanpro. So find us there. Okay, everyone. So stay healthy, stay safe, and.、Uh, You are not listening to this podcast in real time, unfortunately. Maybe in the future we'll do a stream and you can check us out. So be sure to check back next week for the very next episode of This Week in Japan. Bye.